This is The Spot, a BYU-Idaho radio production where we talk about what you're talking about at BYU-Idaho. Today's hosts are me, Savannah Bewley. Brinley Fowler. Nathan Anderson. And I'm Colton Schull. The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. Today, we have a fun topic, Rate My Professor. Do we use Rate My Professor? Do you guys use Rate My Professor? Yes. Absolutely, I do. Absolutely. Every single semester I use Rate My Professor because I just, especially for religion courses where I don't know any of those professors, (laughs) I want to know who does the best at teaching with the Spirit, right? Oh, absolutely. I would say that Rate My Professor is at its best when it's in a department you have nothing to do with and that it's at its worst when there's only one professor you can possibly take (laughs) yeah. because then it just gets you scared for what's coming impending doom if you will you know (laughs) that's so true I think I always use it for general courses but as I got to know the professors within my major I kind of stopped using it because I'm like you know what I'm a good student like I know I'll succeed no matter what it's still good to look it up just to see what other opinions are out there but ultimately like like you said Nathan there's only one professor so you just got to like either suck it up or get excited or just, you know, maybe make a difference. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things with like extra, like when it's just the one professor for the class, sometimes I still like to look them up on Write My Professor so I can be prepared for the class, like just know ahead of time, like this person's a hard grader or this person is, you know, super easy to take, right? Mm-hmm. Just that way I can be prepared and, and know on day one what I can expect, right? For sure, for sure. Yeah, you guys sound so prepared. I get, I, I've used Rate My Professor once, and I got so bored of looking up teachers that I didn't know, and I was like, I'm just going to trust fate. And then I took a religion class that was probably the most work I did in any class <laughs> that semester. Uh, so now I just... Um, I'm still too lazy to look him up, so I just go, hey, who did you take for this class to one of my friends? And I'm like, oh, this guy. Not, uh, it, it, was, it was highly lecture-based. You have a little bit of writing, and I'm like, that's perfect. That's a good alternative, though, asking your friends, yeah. because I feel like unless you're—sometimes professors bring up Rate My Professor, right? They do. And so they even <laughs> ask for, like, reviews, or they say, hey, what'd you hear? Because, you know, they're just, like, kind of wanting the gossip or whatever. But I think a great alternative is just— Simply asking someone you trust, like your friend, Mm. or even you can ask other teachers as well. Like, hey, who do you know that would be a good professor for this course or that course? It's kind of funny if we compare it to last episode with like the old fashioned way of meeting people. It's like the old fashioned (laughs) way of like finding a class is like asking around because that's 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 what what they used to do. I mean, yeah, (laughs) (laughs) couldn't know unless they had Mm -hmm. already taken it. Mm-hmm. So why do you think students would want to use Rate My Professor? I know for me, I just like to be prepared and I like to know. What do you guys think? Oh, I, I absolutely believe that the reason why Rate My Professor is as successful as it is is because of how many day one courses where you walk in and they go, so here's how much reading you'll be doing each and every day. And this is how many I, – I, I took a Russian class and he's like, all right, so here's the worksheet that you'll fill out three times a week. Uh, it accumulates to 800 words uh, in total that will be required. And this is secondary to the amount of reading that you'll do. This is a separate thing from the chapters that you're also going to read. 
And if I had have read that on Rate My Professor, I would have taken a different instructor. Right. <laughs> yeah, I would say the frequency of use definitely comes from getting burned one too many times. But I feel like I, I feel like one of the reasons I Brindley, you might agree, like in the comm department, like it's pretty easy to just like, well, I like most of the professors here. So yeah. I don't really care who I get, I guess. The comm department has some really great professors, like I mean, we can brag about Brother Isle, right? I mean, yeah, absolutely. He's wonderful. And actually, we'll be hearing from Brother Isle here soon in, in our uh, interview. But, oh. Brinley, what, what do you think? Why do people use Rate My Professor? I think they use it for me. It's like in preparation for the semester. Like, we all do grad plan, right? And so I see when I have semesters where I'm going to be taking 16 credits or 12 credits or I'm planning on getting married, like I need to plan my <laughs> wedding, or I'm planning vacations. And so it's a really good idea to look at who you're going to have. Are they going to be empathetic? Like, are you going to be able to miss some classes? Are you going to have a light workload? Is it going to be a hybrid class? Something that I really like to do that I've kind of like become a strategy of mine is I like to do like two thirds in person and one third online just because it allows me to get a break and just kind of have an excuse to sit inside my home and do things online but also get that social oh, atmosphere yeah. I often crave for. Oh yeah. The best uh, semesters are when you have taken courses strategically so that you don't have anything on Friday. Yes, it's so it's true. So nice. So nice. And even, honestly, I'm one of those students that would rather take four classes on Thursday mm -hmm. and not have any classes on Friday than have two on Thursday and two on Friday. Agreed. Yeah. Dang. It's just so nice to have a three-day weekend every single week and sometimes four if you have Mondays off mm, like for mm. cool like holidays and stuff. But we did talk to a few students around campus and like their thoughts on Rate My Professor. So here's what they had to say. So what was the most interesting thing you've ever seen on Rate My Professor? Oof, that is tough. Funniest. Basically, there was a writing and reasoning foundations professor uh, that I didn't wind up actually seeing the review for until after I had taken her class. And the main thing that uh, the review talked about was saying like, oh, well, she turns the whole class into a religion class rather than actually teaching you to write. And once I like read that review, I was like, that's exactly true. And I don't know why I didn't look at it beforehand because that would have saved me a whole lot of grief. But, you know, it's what was the most interesting thing you've seen on Rate My Professor? I, I've only used it once to search up one, and I just, just all good reviews, so. So you would recommend it then? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. I, that helped me a lot. What has been the worst rating you've seen on Rate My Professor? I think the lowest I've seen is like 1.2. What has been one of the most interesting things you've seen when you've used Rate My Professor? Just how accurate it is. <laughs> like people are pretty honest about their I found that like the professors that are highly recommended I usually have a really good time with and there have been times where I've only been able to get in with professors with lower ratings and it's been a not pleasant experience I love hearing those comments of course it was funny to see somebody saying 1.2 for a professor wow. that is that is even lower than the worst professor I've ever had so yeah. on on rate my professor so that's absolutely crazy it is crazy I think that's when you have to like prepare to suck up to the professor as well especially if that's oh, yeah. the only one that sounds bad just get on their good side right sometimes like sit in the front like participate in class like you just got to be prepared to not make it the worst experience possible mm -hmm. that has to be the only teacher for that course <laughs> there is no way 
that they're they're just like coasting on. Yeah, I'm the worst teacher. It's how I make sure I only have seven students in each class. And you know that's exactly why they have people, right? Because they just <laughs> have to be the only person that you can take it with. And it's it's kind of like now. Don't take, get me wrong. I love Sister Schools, but uh, 7 a.m. for Intro to Calm, that is rough. And oh. it's the only <laughs> time was. period you can take. Sister Schools is absolutely a wonderful person, but 7 a.m. is rough. That's yeah. even, you know, yeah. earlier than high school. <laughs> but it's the only time it's available and the only time you can take it. And really? it's required for every single communication major. <laughs> oh, I took it at like 5 o'clock. Uh, back when was tw- this? Back in 2018. Okay, okay. So it's been a few years. They used to do it later at night. I will say, that, like, you gotta, I mean, one of the things I think about with Rate My Professor and why it's so interesting is because the school already does, like, a review process for most of their professors. Usually they have, like, a review your professor, like, assignment, right? Like mm-hmm. At the end. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. like one yeah. point or whatever. So they do vet, like, they do, do check on, like, the quality of their professors at the school. I guess, uh... I guess students have recognized maybe that like doesn't really change much in, in reality like, except for when it you know maybe accumulates over time or something yeah. like that. I don't actually know how the process works. But. So that's actually super interesting. So before the episode, I I looked up a little bit about rape my professor, and one of the original things that they did is they actually uh, created a bot that scrubbed the UC Santa Barbara professor rating site, and just like pulled all of that data and just essentially made it available to people. And then they just started hosting reviews and stuff to every give school. Yeah, essentially, it, it it's kind of like how Facebook was originally for one college, and then it just expanded to everyone. I, it feels like rate my professor started as, hey, this data exists. What if the students could see it? And then it just expanded from there. See, and that's great. But also the bi- biggest thing, I guess, the reason why I don't use necessarily BYU-Idaho's, but I use Rate My Professor, because Rate My Professor has these little spots. It's like, would you take this again? You know, mm-hmm. the level of difficulty, you know, things like that. And I, I enjoy seeing how much homework load that person has, right? Because oh, yeah. some classes I don't mind having a little more of a homework load because I need that, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, especially my communication classes. But when it comes to a religion course, sometimes I would prefer to have the <laughs> class that you're just, you're reading the scriptures and talking about them versus like, you know, let's do three different papers every week about this talk, this talk, and this talk. You right. know, like that's just a lot of work um, to put in, which I love the gospel and I love those kinds of courses, but when I have a lot of hours to put into these projects for communication, oh my goodness, there's a lot of projects, a lot of video projects, a lot of you know, uh, audio projects and things like that, and you need your time for that. And so I like to try and take a little bit easier course loads for for religion courses. So that's one of my favorite parts of rate my professors. Just the would you take it again? The homework level, that kind of stuff. Do you guys use that that side of rate my professor? Yeah, I definitely do. I like seeing the level of difficulty for sure. And I also like um, they can like attach like attributes to professors, like Mm -hmm. inspirational or whatever else you can think of. Um, And I like seeing that just so that I can get a little bit of a hint to the personality of the professor. I also really enjoy reading the reviews. However, I think that do you guys still use the phrase like subtweet? 
where you're like at someone, like you're basically talking about someone, but like you're doing it kind of like anonymously and just like absolutely. Yeah. It's just like, and it's kind of just like a little bit of a stab in the back, but you're doing it anonymously. I just think that is totally like we all know who you're talking about. That's totally like rate my professor. I think it kind of gives the students a little bit too much power sometimes just to be petty, mm-hmm. but you just got to be able to recognize those comments and kind of disregard them. Like, oh, he wouldn't bump me up to a 93%, not a homie. (laughs) And just like, oh, like he wouldn't let me in the classroom because I was late a couple of times. (laughs) Like you just like some people just go on to rant and be petty. And I think you just got to disregard those comments. Um, But they are entertaining and some of them are helpful. (laughs) But you just like take it with a grain of salt, right? Oh, yeah. You can definitely see if you read through them. You can see the people that it's like, oh, you were never taught responsibility in your Ooh, life. Or it's so true. <laughs> it is so true. Yeah, like the students are like in Weenie Hut Junior on a lot of reviews, especially if there <laughs> if there's like a new professor. There's only like two reviews. One of them is completely useless because mm-hmm. there's just like a, a bad student. That's just the reality. Oh, and and that's actually a very common. I would say across the board, is that you got to kind of like discount some of the like super pot. Like there are some kid. Like I don't know who these students are that are giving like five O's on. <laughs> these professors like, like even after I take them and I like the professor I'm like that's a it's little like what? that's a little over the top uh but then like you have the other students who are just like there's no reason you should ever take this one out of five useless like horrible prof- like what no there's no way like that when you they say that. useless you're like uh yeah, it's like, like no one's that. useless god created all of us so <laughs> yeah. um actually yeah it's oh man yeah we just need just i don't know i i don't believe in the one rating like the one star rating unless it's like i don't know I could I could barely think of even reasons to give a one rating. And honestly, that's a good point because I've had some wonderful professors that have some really bad reviews mm-hmm. because they were honest with their students and they were trying to help. One of those um, people that I would love to talk about is Brother Malum, Christian Malum. <laughs> he is a video teacher. He's a video professor here on campus, and I love him. I think he's wonderful. He's hilarious. He's sarcastic. He's British, which, you know, is awesome. Um, and he always, like at the very beginning of class the very first class you ever take with him day one he brings up his right rate my professor and shows you literally he's like yeah i'm like you know down to 3.2 but that's because this person and this person and this person said this <laughs> and then he just like goes through and he's like look at this this is hilarious and just roasts himself with rate my professor <laughs> which is absolutely hilarious hey speaking of professors talking about rate my professor we actually got to talk to a professor about Rape My Professor. Here's brother Brandon Isle, who's, uh, of course, the professor for the radio practicums. And he's also part of the scroll practicum as well for communication. So we got to talk to him about Rape My Professor. Here's what he had to say. This is Caitlin Tippett with The Spot, and I'm here with the radio services manager, Brandon Isle. Thank you for coming in today. Yeah, thanks for having me. So today we're talking about Rape My Professor and the different experiences kind of here on campus. And so what are some of the pros and cons that you've seen with Rate My Professor? Yeah, from a professor standpoint, I think as I've looked at it, I can kind of chuckle. I mean, it's <laughs> it's a good laugh. Sometimes you'll go, you'll get a bad rating and you're like, I know who that student was. Like they didn't show up to class or they didn't do their homework. And so clearly they didn't do well in the class and they don't like you. But then you get some good feedback that's actual actually constructive and I think that's where it's helpful when when students actually say something specific that can help a professor improve the class. That's that's where it really helps the professor. 
on the student side, I have a son who's in college and he uses it. And I think a lot of students use it to kind of weed out professors they may not want to take. Like if they're going to take a class that's not in their major and they just want to get get a decent grade and not have to work too hard, they can kind of use it to see, oh, that professor is a pretty harsh grader or that professor doesn't show up to class every week, you know, whatever. They they can kind of get a sense in in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, I I hope students take it with a grain of salt, though, because some students, they just aren't good students, so they're going to rate professors poorly who don't deserve it. Right. Keep in mind that there's a definitely a wide range of comments because just anyone can comment. And so, like, you might have kind of that more... Um, haters, right? That's just like basically just venting out to the world without any real um, concrete reasoning. But then, like you said, you also have those who really do take the time to consider how it can be improved and stuff like that. So I think that that's really cool to notice and take heed to. And then I was also wondering just kind of like What's been your personal experience? Like, have you felt like it's helpful? Like, have you, do you feel like you, the majority of your comments are helpful comments, or are they mostly kind of on that hateful spectrum? I, I, I think they're neither, really. <laughs> they're, <laughs> they're just kind of, good class, Brother Isle, you know, this and that. Uh, I have a higher rating, but I don't have a lot of students who have commented. I just looked, and my last one was from uh, almost a year ago, and... So I don't know how helpful that is. Students have rated me from different classes that I've taught, so I guess that's helpful. But I I never really look at it. Students may look at it and go, oh, you know, whatever. They take mm-hmm. it. Students show up in my class, so yeah. <laughs> I guess I guess that's something. But one funny thing that has happened, I have a teenage daughter, and she decided to look me up one time. She just, you know, I wonder if my dad's on Rate My Professor. And so she looked up my name and found it. And she's reading the comments and kind of her her reaction was funny. She goes, Dad, they like you. <laughs> I was like, well, I, I hope so. But she was surprised at, I guess, my interaction with the students and how they perceived me as a teacher. And uh, it was just a funny conversation we had after that interaction. Oh, my gosh, that's so awesome. I think there is definitely a lot of kind of a, a, a bad rap almost kind of surrounding Rate My Professor of just like uh, that there are a lot of comments that, you know, just kind of not really respectful to the teacher or what they're doing and stuff. And so I can see why she would have been like, what? what? They actually, they're actually saying nice things here. And so I think that that idea of just really using critical thinking, right, instead of just taking it at face value. Um, do you feel like if you do take it in that perspective of more like, critical thinking that it can be beneficial to students or do you think it's just kind of a waste of time? No, it can totally be beneficial to students. Um, But again, just taking that grain of salt that not every comment is going to be accurate. Awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time again to come in and talk to us a little bit more about Rate My Professor. Yeah, thank you. Good old Brendan Isle. I love Brother Isle. And I'm not just saying that because he listens and monitors to this podcast. <laughs> he he is actually a wonderful professor. So I'm not surprised that his rating is so great on Rate My Professor. But he did have a lot of good um, good insights there and that it's still useful to use Rate My Professor even if you have. Um, there are some bad reviews like we were talking about from students that are not necessarily, you know, reliable comments. What did you guys think? Very validating. I feel good about that. I said this earlier, too, in the podcast that, like, most con professors, hard to hate. Like, yeah. they're really likable. 
And Brother Isle is an, a good example of that. Um, and that sometimes uh, a professor will, will teach a class that they're not exactly like a huge fan of. Like I know Brother Judkins, for example, he has to teach sometimes visual media. And it's like, he knows linguistics. That's not like it's like the opposite. Like he knows how to do it and he could teach it really well. And he actually has, I think from when I read about him, he had good reviews. Uh, but like, you know, it's not his preferred medium of to teach, right? So sometimes mm. professors are put into situations they don't exactly want to teach. Sometimes the department will require a teacher to do a certain thing and they hate it because it like it impacts the class in a certain way. Mm. Does that make sense? Yeah, Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. I think we really gotta learn to just be like empathetic with our teachers as well. Um, obviously be Christ-like, right? And I just mm. think, like, what if there was, like, a rate my student? Like, how would <laughs> oh we feel God. about that, right? Exactly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I feel like that would be just, like, terrifying. Like, you over the years just go and see what your teachers have to say about you. <laughs> like, they really do. They give you, like, they give you so much grace, especially mm. at this university. If you just, like, learn to, like, communicate with them, to, like, explain your needs, I think that all teachers can be very understanding and you know delight some and i think they they want to be there for you uh i you were saying in the comm department it's hard to hate an instructor and i think that's super true uh when i had an instructor in the comm department that i was not a fan of i found that over the course of the semester as i got to understand them and we like communicated huh. uh we <laughs> We uh, came to a better understanding, and I, I now really like that professor. And I, uh, anytime that I see them, I'll take the time to be like, hey, how's it going? Because, uh, like you are saying, it's, th there's that empathy here, and you have to have that empathy back. And once you do, you can get along with a lot of the professors here. I absolutely agree. And I think just getting past those like bad reviews that may be just wrong because students are mad is like, <laughs> super important, right? Um, but I think Brindley made a good point too about what if there was a rape my student? And it just made me think like, how, how have I been as a student? You know, because these professors go through a lot of flack. They take a lot of flack. And, and, and it's really hard for us to understand that side of things because we're not professors ourselves, right? So Let's keep that in mind. Keep our spirit in check as well, because us being there and having a good spirit helps the other students, too. Right. For sure. And I think, too, like I've so there's this one professor on campus and I'm actually his T.A. It's Brother Perry Rockwood. And he right now he got a year long um, contract. And so he's been teaching here and he's interviewing right now to be a full time professor. And it is a rigorous process. Like you have interviews for hours on end and then they have to meet with somebody who's a little bit higher up on campus. And I think they have to meet with a general authority as well. And so just understanding that everyone that is here, I think in a lot of ways they're meant to be here. And you know what? They put in a lot of work as well. And I think it's really important for us, like if we do have a good experience with a professor or we feel like we don't and we have some good insights, I think it's our duty to even just like participate and rate my professor, right? To just like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, just like take all of the biased opinions and make them like less biased. I don't know. I think that we can make a real difference there. I absolutely agree. We do have a fun game to end today's podcast with. We all decided to look up our favorite professors. And I have one professor that wasn't my favorite. So I'm on Rate My Professor, and we're looking at Brinley's favorite professor or one of her favorite professors. Um, and we're looking to see whether or what percentage of people wanted to take that professor again. 
So what do you think, Brinley, for Matthew Taylor? He's a religion teacher, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Who, how, what percentage do you think wanted to take him again for a religion course? Ooh, I'm kind of biased just because I have taken him three times. And so obviously I would want to take him again, but I would probably give him like a 90%. Like you just have such a great experience in his classroom. And I think just like, obviously you have to take different types of religion courses, like Pearl of Great Price, missionary prep, if you're going on a mission and then like Book of Mormon. And I think everything compounds upon itself. And so I'm, yeah, I'm going to give it like a 90%. And his real percentage is 94% would take him again. So, hey, if you're looking for a religion course, Matthew Taylor is the one to go to. Our next person, Spencer Hackey. Um, This was Nathan's, one of his favorite professors. So, Nathan, who do you think or how? what percentage do you think retakes him? What do you think... Oh, man. Uh, so I could see a lot of people. OK, so he teaches public speaking and I could see people hating that. <laughs> I could also see people really enjoying just him as a person and also enjoying like his his way of doing things, how dynamic he can be, because uh, he does he does great things a lot differently than many professors. I would say probably I'm going to guess around like 80 percent. OK, you ready for this? I'm not. Ninety-seven percent of no students way. would take wow. his class again. Holy. Would take his class again. What wow. do you think? Uh, difficulty level. Difficulty. Oh, gosh. out of five. Out of, out of five, five. Yeah. I'm gonna go three. I think that public speaking can go really easy for some people and super difficult for others. So it's got to be in the middle. It is a two point three. <laughs> two point three. So there you go, Spencer Hackey, right there. For yeah. any of you comm majors who wow. need to take public speaking. Oh, okay. Okay. That's crazy. <laughs> it crazy. I actually want to mention something only because I can see like the ratings now. Like I can see the computer. But he has 74 ratings. And so that is something to keep in mind when you're looking at professors. Like, do they have five ratings or do they have 100? Do they have 70? Like, you can say that this is pretty accurate. 74 different students and a 97% would take again rate that is fantastic and he is rated at five out of five like everyone wants to He's take incredible. his class wow <laughs> it's spelled h-a-a-c-k-e God. yeah Man. yeah that's the way to spell hacky i did not know that when i was looking him up on rate professor <laughs> and they were like hey it's two a's and it's spelled very differently so yeah if you're looking for a comm major class is it professional presentations? Or yeah, is professional it? presentations, yeah. yeah. I think he does both. I, I think he does uh, the lower level uh, and the higher level of that course. And he also does study and life skills, which is one of the required general courses on campus. Well, there you go, guys. Spencer oh, Hackey. That's big. Remember him. Our next is Colton's professor. Yeah. He chose Jonathan, is it Ostad? Ostad, yeah. Ostad. Okay, yeah. What do you think? For How many people do you think would take his class again? So... What percentage? I really liked him, but I can see how some of the things he does might irk some people. Um, so I'm going to guess around 85. 85% would take him again, if not higher. This might be a shocker to you. Yeah? 61% <gasps> would take him again. <laughs> so, so we go to a religious school... <laughs> And he is a little bit more progressive than some of the other teachers you might be prepared for. And he teaches a humanities course um, called Modern Art and Propaganda. And a lot of the topics that you cover in that course cover historical things that were not as in-depth covered in our stuff. And I can see how that would upset a lot of people. 
But <laughs> if you are a little bit more open to being pushed to not necessarily defend yourself, but think about your core beliefs and values, not as a am I wrong, more of a am I wrong in thinking about this in the way that I have. Uh, he, he pushes you to sort of explore why you feel how you feel and why you believe what you believe. I don't think that anything he says is faith shattering. It's more so bubble or comfort zone or perception shattering. And I think that's a very healthy thing. And I think it's something that not a lot of people are prepared for. And that would scare them away. That I totally being see said, that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that being said, what do you think his level of difficulty is out of five? Level of difficulty. Out of five. Mm -hmm. Out of five. It wasn't that hard. I. It was a lot of just, hey, read this and take a test and then show up to class. So I'd say somewhere around a two. This 2. is crazy. 5. It's a 4.1. What? Oh 4.1. No. Uh, does he teach another Colton, class you're that's a different hard? Breed. I'm, yeah, you're I'm just, just built different. I'm, I'm, I'm a different person. I'm <laughs> Apparently. a different person. <laughs> what do you think his overall rating is? Overall rating, I guess, based on based on that, uh, maybe, uh, maybe a two or a three based on what we've learned today. Yeah, 3.9. 3.9. Okay, yeah. It's see, still not see, bad. He's that's actually rated. way better. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's out of five, right? Yeah. That's out basically of five. a four. That's a. That's a almost a B. Yeah, exactly. Almost a B, right? <laughs> that's a, that's no. an interesting critique that you have of him that he like he teaches critical thinking essentially yeah. from what it sounds like. No, I think he's a great instructor. I I really do. I think that I I think that people just aren't prepared for him. <laughs> it's like uh it's like in Back to the Future when he's where he's just like I don't think you folks are ready for that. <laughs> but your kids are going to love it. So we're going to mine, and I'm not going to go to the tab because then I would be cheating. But uh, Joel Judkins, I took him for interpersonal theory and communication. I think I had him my first semester here on campus. He's a wonderful, wonderful teacher. I absolutely love him. So I'm not going to look at his page. Maybe I'll put it up and then Brindley will look at it. Yeah. So I'm going to not look at the computer screen. Don't look at the computer. Okay. Okay. So for his take again, I think it's going to be pretty high. He has 138 ratings, and so that's a decent bit. And that's so a decent bit, yeah. You got to think there's going to be a wide range here. But yeah, what do you think for would take again percentage out of 100? If it was specifically for the class I took into personal, I would say 100%. He is amazing and okay. loved his class. Um, so if he has a couple other classes where people think differently of him, I would say maybe 91%. Ooh, that is super close. It's 88%. 88, okay. Wow, okay. that's actually lower yeah. than I thought it would be. I, I, I'm shocked too, honestly, because Brother Judkins is absolutely amazing. So, um, But I, like I said, some people are really harsh on him in the other classes, which I think is really sad because I love him so much. He's, he's a awesome. wonderful professor. He is great. What do you think his level of difficulty is out of five? Oh, difficulty. Let's see. I mean, he does give homework, but the homework that he gives is really great. Like, I don't know how to describe it other than like in interpersonal communication. He literally gave us a an assignment to hang out with a group of people and like, <laughs> you know, rate our hanging out with those people versus like versus whether we would be, you know, on our phones or not on our phones and how the quality of time with people is different. And that is an assignment in his class. <laughs> so to me, let's see, his difficulty rating is probably, I would say, a 2.5. 
It's a 3.8. Really? And you know, honestly. Oh, it's for the other classes, I It's bet. probably for visual media. Mm-hmm. Visual media, it's a difficult class, it especially is. if you aren't familiar with the Adobe programs like Illustrator, Photoshop, and design. It can be a hard class. Mm-hmm. And so I can definitely see it. But yeah, a 3.8. So I might, I might push back on that. I think another reason why, and I, this is coming from a student who loves Billy Judkins. I think organizational principles has one of the hardest midterms I've ever taken oh. in a class. And students on Right My Professor probably visit there at times of high stress and maybe even a little resentment. And if they go through <laughs> that midterm and they immediately go on to Right My Professor, I could totally understand them rating him super poorly on like workload because it, it's a lot. And so uh, I could... I could see that that being a reason why they, they rate like a level of difficulty pretty high on him, just from my own personal experience. It just does shock me though, because when if you have him for interpersonal, by the way, take him for interpersonal. Absolutely, he's an amazing Amen. professor. Absolutely love him. I hope he hears this because he's really awesome. He deserves to hear that he's awesome from he students because yes. he's really great. But yeah, that class is probably still to this day one of my favorite classes I've taken on campus. Just really cool learning and like you test each other on each other's names and you get to know each other in class and like it's all about learning how to get to know people. And it's not just for comm majors. In my class, we had um, nursing students and people who like wanted to learn how to communicate. We will end this a little bit on a sour note. I don't know. (laughs) It's not a sour note, I guess. But I had a a professor that I really didn't like in my last school and my other college. um, And I wanted to see how low his his rating was on my professor. (laughs) Um, There was just there was something about him. This man told us in class that he grades our papers while he mows his lawn. Um, what in the world? He oh also, goodness. this this is a broadcasting teacher, and he has told us that he uses lights to mow his lawn at night so he can mow his lawn at night. Oh, my what? goodness. Yeah, like this kind of professor, right? We ended up, I remember when I was in the school, we ended up having meetings with the people, like the head of the communication department, and I remember him being forced to retire. So I was like, this guy's got to have a one on Rate My Professor. <laughs> He's got to. And we go over to rate my professor. He has a 100% would take again. And I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's surprising. That does not make any sense. And then 4.7 level of difficulty, which does make sense. (laughs) (laughs) And his rating is a 2.2 out of 5, which makes sense as well. And I think the 100% will take again is because... He's required for the specific course, and he's the <laughs> only teacher that takes or you know that that taught it at least at that point in time. I'm pretty sure he's completely retired at this point because he had to be. <laughs> so it's um, less of a would take again and more of a I'm I have to take again. again. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> but 17 out of 49 ratings said awful, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then all the other little categories have less than 17. So there you go. Most people called him awful. <laughs> Just really quick, I wanted to sneak in because I remembered something about uh, Dr. Ostad, and I figured out why his workload is so high on there. I took a revamped course. He was literally like, we just restructured this course. Ah. And so I think I snuck in and got the easy version. So, you know, <laughs> go, go back and take that course again if you didn't like it the first time. <laughs> You've been listening to The Spot, a production of BYU-Idaho Radio. Today's hosts were me, Savannah Bewley, Brinley Fowler, Nathan Anderson, and Colton Scholl. 
The views and opinions of this podcast are not that of BYU-Idaho Radio or the university and are solely the opinions of the hosts. This episode was edited by Hayden Hahn and me, Savannah Bewley. Producers were the hosts with supervision by Brandon Isle and Natalia Hepworth. Our theme music is Finding Happiness by DJ Quads and The Perpetual Ticking of Time by Artificial Music. To listen to more episodes of The Spot, like and follow us on social media or visit our website, byui.edu slash radio and click podcasts. Be sure to subscribe to the BYU-Idaho radio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get podcasts. And also leave a review of the show and leave a comment on what we should talk about next.